What's going on? Welcome back to the Garden, everybody. I go by Huey. And I'm Jay. And this is the Grow Bro Podcast, where we just be talking about stuff and where I have yet to come up with a better intro. How you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. Blessed, highly favored. You know, another year older. Oh, yes, that's right. All that uh, shit. Welcome to Black History Month and your birthday. You know, I step out of one and into the other. It's right, just... Right. God knew what he was doing with that time. He just, he knew exactly what he was doing. But no, it was good. I, I chilled. Um, okay. And it was perfect. I, I got up and I made breakfast and laid in the bed all day and I watched TV and it was beautiful. It was amazing. I did it for three days straight, damn near. It was amazing. Damn, that's what's up. Um, Yeah. yeah. Well, good. I'm proud of you. That's, <laughs> that's how you know you're getting older. You should just start relaxing more. Listen, it's like, I don't want to do anything. What do you want? I don't want anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you like? Peace and quiet. Yeah. I would like. And it ain't uh, nothing personal. It's just like, I'm just not vibrating at this celebratory yeah. energy. Like, I'm just real chill. Like, I'm, it's a slight hum, you know? Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> not a full on her, <laughs> but just, yes. <laughs> yeah, that is dope. <laughs> but no, I was over. And I appreciate everybody's so happy birthday, too. Thanks, guys. If I didn't tell you directly, and it, it yeah, was. so where are you on that? Speaking of that, because I I think this is a topic that we kind of gloss over, but people talk about. Do you like it when people announce your birthday on public timelines, or do you prefer text messages? Um, I'm kind of not paying attention to either. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Um, the only thing that text messages carry over like social media is that nobody else is seeing it. Mm. So and by nobody else, I mean strangers in a sense. Yeah. Um, so you don't get those miscellaneous happy birthdays from people who like, don't even really know. You actually stop doing that. Um, if I'm not cool with somebody or if I, I don't know them to a personal level, I, I don't feel comfortable telling them happy birthday. Hmm for some reason like i just don't anymore but i still want them to have a happy it's weird no i understand like like that's kind of where i was with it um if i see that it is somebody's birthday um and we've had a conversation or two if we've interacted more than a handful of times i'll normally shoot them a dm uh i don't know them personally but i will just shoot them a dm just be like hey man happy birthday um or i'll hit the like uh, if we we have a bunch of mutual people, but if I have their number and it's their birthday, I will normally um I'll normally text them. I don't go about promoting my birthday, and people tend to always forget it. So which is why I'm like, all right, that's <laughs> that's fine. Uh, so I prefer not necessarily having birthday stuff. I'm always bugged out when people remember it. Uh, so like or people that are not my yeah. family, I should say. Um, uh, so I'm always like, oh, oh yeah, thanks guys, things. yeah. Like it, I'm horrible with dates, um. So it's it's flattering, and I always appreciate it. It's like okay, like I have to respond to all y'all. Like the thought of that is overwhelming me. So now I'm going to go back to watching television. Yeah, for sure. And respond in batches, which is exactly what I did. <laughs> like this is too much at once. <laughs> yeah, like all right, that's enough of that, guys. Bye, bye, bye now. <laughs> and it wasn't even a whole bunch. It was just like, uh. Yeah. That's funny. But I appreciated it. It was dope. And then K Michelle dropped that dope ass album that I'm I'm rocking with. So I'm good. 
Okay, I respect that. I did not know K Michelle dropped the album. Shout out to her for doing this much. Yeah. It's called All Monsters Are Human. It, it's it's pretty good. It's it's. It's it's the K Michelle that we know and love, but it's it's good. Mm. Okay, you know it's the nice mixture of like emotional and ratchet, and you know a little love and hip hop, a little Yana fix my life. Mm. Um, it's it's good. It's good. I enjoy it, and okay. she has some really good vocal moments on there too for me. So, yeah. well, we appreciate that. Shout out to her. <laughs> we fucks okay. Um. Do you just want to get into this week's topic? We can, absolutely. All right. So what had happened was on the news here, they have this segment called like Mommy Confidential mm. or Mother Confidential. One of those two. Either way, they um were doing a segment about the birds and the bees. Mm, okay. Um, And then my brother hit up the group chat and was like, did any of y'all get the talk? Because I didn't. And most of us didn't probably one or two of us did but it had me thinking like that might be a dope topic so first question did you ever get the talk and if not how did you learn about sex so no i never really got the talk um for me it was more or less like i learned it from dudes who kind of either went through it or were going through it um i think the way I found out about like sex was probably like reverse engineering. Like maybe like I, we started uh, interacting with more people who were pregnant. <laughs> so it was kind of the end <laughs> result in that way. Like, yeah, Hey, they, they having a baby soon. Um, and here's how that, here's how that works. Um, but outside of that, no, I hadn't really had a like, a man and a woman love each other and then this happens and blah 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 then uh baby stuff um even the sex ed the classes that we had weren't really fulfilling like in that way they were just kind of like this happened it's that one traumatic video that they show you where it's like from the 70s or 80s or something where nobody shaved anything and then a baby comes <laughs> out that's that's terrible it is spooky um, but yeah, no, I never really had to talk. We either found out through like Playboy magazines or porn that we found in adult stashes. But yeah, that's really <laughs> that's really it. What about you? Yeah, um, I never got to talk either. Uh, I got my mom just asked me randomly if I needed condoms, and then one time my dad just randomly was like, "Don't have sex until you're married." It was that, that was it. Um, and I was just fed to the wolves. But I I feel like had I gotten the conversation, it wouldn't have been all that I really needed mm, okay. because I'm sure it would have been coming from a, a heteronormative standpoint. Like they wasn't want to teach me about bottoming and fleeting and shit because yeah, that that wasn't on yeah, their mind. Helpful. They wasn't thinking I was be you know busting it anyway. Um, so yeah, for me it just mostly came from TV and of course like porn and movies. The thing about porn is. To some extent, I always took it with a grain of salt, and that's because of the little erotic things that used to come on, like Showtime and Cinemax and HBO, because they wasn't really fucking, and I knew they wasn't really fucking because they would get shots, and it's like, okay, I see she's on top of him, and she's bouncing, but mm. the penis isn't going, they're, they're, it's not going inside of her. Mm. Like, I, I, I don't see any penetration. Like, there's a gap. 
<laughs> oh, there's a space. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that Dick is also gonna like smack in the middle of that. So I always took that with a grain of salt. I'm like, okay, this is fake. Uh, but between that and, you know, like listening to R and B music and seeing they raunchy ass music videos mm, yeah. and movies. So much baby oil. A lot. A lot of baby oil and glamorization of showers and cars. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because no thanks. Uh, yeah, shower sex is terrible. <laughs> so bad. Why do we think that was dope? That's dangerous. You'll die That's in here. You have to be on wash today, my nigga. Like two for one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I learned. Do you feel like you, you could have benefited from at least some type of like direct person that you could talk to about sex and stuff? Yeah. Or did you have like that type of figure that you could at least talk to, although you didn't get a talk? No. So I think it was a mixture of things, right? Like, um, I think from hanging out with older dudes in the neighborhood, there were opportunities that I think we could have been open about stuff. Like I remember being at like one of the older dudes houses, we was all hanging out in his basement. He was just like, y'all gonna need these. And like gave us all like condoms. (laughs) It was like two (laughs) condoms a piece. But I didn't know what they was for. And I was like, I don't know what this is and why I will ever need it. Um, and I remember like taking it home and just like putting it on my dresser. And my mom was like, where'd you get this from? Like kind of like thing. And I was just like, oh, Larry gave it to me. And he, she was like, don't leave that laying around. And it wasn't like a, <laughs> why do you have that? I think, what was she? She used the word like prophylactic or something. And I was like, I don't know what that even <laughs> is. I'm like eight. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think even the conversations that we see now, like rather on Twitter, they even, if they come from a place of like, even like demeaning men, I would have loved to have a conversation about how important it is to, um, learn your partner's body, um, to have a conversation about like orgasms and stuff like that. Or like, even like training your body, like what, like all these things are kind of tied. Right. So like what it's like to be physically active and, um, how that affects yours now. Like if you centers, if you center stuff around, like, sex and then how the benefit works somewhere else i think people would do more things like if you went hey man if you go to the gym consistently fuck fuck your heart rate and all that cholesterol and shit you might you might fuck better and be like you know what <laughs> gym memberships just shoot to the roof yeah. if you drink more water <laughs> yeah drink more water eat some fruits uh they might do things differently for you um wash regularly and do these things yes. because this happened yeah like all that hygiene stuff. yeah so so people All that other want stuff. to fuck you. Yeah, for sure. Get your hair cut regularly. Like, those things. Like, look nice. Be presentable. Uh, Wipe your ass. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have a conversation about those things, about, like, learning your partner's body, being very attentive, being, like, an attentive lover. I think what I um, learned is, like, the same thing most dudes learn, right? It's, like, all this, like, ground and pound shit, uh, being, like like, hyper-aggressive is the way to like please women like you like a rough man like all that silent all this shit that we learned later that was like incredibly toxic right the strong silent type be aggressive uh mm-hmm. do all this other shit you like that shit actually don't work and it's terrible you're just actually making you a terrible person um <laughs> yeah so that that is something i think i probably wish i would have had conversations about i think i would have had more conversations about communication because that also too leads to like a really good sex life um but then also I wish there was a space, a safe space kind of like for men to like talk about their sexuality too. Um, there isn't really 
a whole bunch of room for us to like experiment or even like, you know what I thought about? Like this kind of thing, like to even mention that you've been thinking about it. Um, this is immediately like you, we start drawing lines and making assumptions. Um, so I wish there were, I wish there was a thing like that. Um, just to even, just to know that it even existed, not necessarily saying that I would partake or contribute to it, but it was just more or less like, Oh yeah. I kind of wish there was a, a space to even like hear other people's different, um, their different experiences or things that they differ. Cause when you're going through it, you feel kind of alone unless you have like a twin or somebody that's exactly your age. Um, and so at that time it was kind of just me cause I was the only boy with like a whole bunch of like female cousins and stuff. I did feel like I could talk about sex and stuff with my mom. Like just, oh, actually my mom knows a little bit too much of my business. Mm. Um, that was given to her voluntarily, but I wish I was able to talk to her about being attracted to guys. Oh, okay. Um, like earlier, you mean, right? Yeah, like I, okay. I, I didn't have space. Like I had space, space, and you know, a few people that I could talk about about sex and stuff. If I had questions or if I did something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was never a, a lacking resource, but I didn't have anybody to talk about liking guys with. And I didn't get any healthy guidance or input when it came to that. And I feel like if I did, um, I definitely would have came out like much earlier. Um, mm. And just felt like I had support because I didn't have anybody around to help me navigate that. And I'm no longer angry for not having that because mm. I understand that they didn't have the adequate tools to, to guide me through that. And they, did the best that they could but it still kind of sucks in retrospect like not having anybody to go to or not feeling like i could even say anything about it um so yeah that 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 sucks but i did have sexual resources uh, so okay. i was never like number one i wasn't like fucking like that in general but once i was i had people to go to in times of emergencies in times of uh, the condom still inside of her. I don't know if it's spilled. Is mm. she pregnant, or can she get pregnant from that? From she's pregnant, and it might be mine. Like I've had those experiences, huh. and I had somebody to to talk to in all of them. So I was blessed on, in that front. Okay. Um, it was just like, like so. How did you learn about like relationships and stuff, like? Ugh. romantic partnership yeah Ooh. um it's funny i was just joking with my mom about this earlier um so i was conceived by two people uh who are <laughs> <laughs> lustful people <laughs> they it's, they know that um my mom is very she's very affectionate um she loves being in relationships but also um what's the word i'm looking for like she loves being in relationships but is also not afraid to entertain better suitors okay Uh, (laughs) right so uh and my dad is uh yeah ladies man he's always kind of had women around um women who are interested in him uh he also entertained those individuals as well um and then those two people made me. 
<laughs> so if you see any trouble out here in any relationships, just know those are the ingredients <laughs> that made me who I am. Um, and so with me, it was seeing kind of like people kind of come and go, um, being kind of like taught and by example that you, it is okay. And it is possible to love more than one person. Um, monogamy is kind of optional. Um, also in the kind of same space of like watching my uncles be like very dominant. Um, they all had multiple girlfriends. Um, so it was kind of the same thing. I think I've told the story here or kind of alluded to it about how my uncle got real mad at one of his girlfriends. Um, and snapped on her but that's because his other girlfriend's name is very similar to the first girlfriend and he got the conversations mixed up <laughs> so, so so that's why you don't date women named yvette and yvonne that's dumb <laughs> so like uh yeah <laughs> and we all were sitting at the table um <laughs> I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying not to make light of it because it did it ended in domestic violence but it oh, was yeah it ended in but it was in this situation of him being upset and me and my cousins at the table being like no she never said that this is you're thinking of somebody else and we all knew as like six and seven year olds to like not out him to like no that's you're thinking of something else or you're thinking of someone else and even she's going you're thinking of someone else and i think she had kind of had the hint of like at that time we called it two-timing two timing me like uh <laughs> so so that was like a whole so a whole nother shit and then it became this big thing because i remember my like my granddad had to like pull him off her um all because you dated women with the same name so that like watching those things kind of happen like the way men and women kind of like um interact in that way in relationships also the women that have been also mistreated in a lot of my life um also grooming us boys to be the men that they wish they had right so there was so much on um how much money we made being useful um it was really more about providing not never never be like a good person communication boundaries blah 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 it was just like make enough money so i don't gotta work make enough money to make it easier for your partner to be this thing do whatever you got to do to make this like we just equated money to happiness and that's kind of really how that worked um so romantically it just kind of came was be like make a whole bunch of money and fuck the shit out of them and that's really kind of it never was really like being attentive and all the other stuff stuff that you kind of need to learn early on um to be an effective partner now granted people can still grow out of that and breakups and stuff but yeah i've never um i've never seen a peaceful breakup and that's the thing that i had to like realize too it was always either a person kind of like trying to control another person or like not even really stalking, but just like beefing over the phone. You know how hard it is to beef over landlines. <laughs> like, so, uh, yeah, stuff like that. It was just all kinds of, all kinds of situations. So it never really came from like the best examples of like, this is what a, this is what a two parent home looks like. This is what, um, a healthy relationship looks like. It was always kind of like we grew up knowing what we didn't want to do. And how we shouldn't kind of treat women. And that's, I think, where a lot of dudes kind of make mistakes at. Because the bar for being a quote-unquote good dude is fairly low. Because it's just Mm -hmm. like, I never hit nobody. So, I am good. Thus, I am good. Um, And that's not necessarily the case, right? There's a lot of other, like, contributing factors 
that yeah. and and good is subjective. So that's the other thing that nobody ever talks about. It's always just like yeah. it's good from person to person. Like, oh yeah, you never slap me. Um, but you know, you cheat or you or <laughs> you do this other shit, right? Or you Yeah. Or you're neglectful. Not even you don't necessarily have to be like cheating or whatever, because cheating is is kind of like whatever it is. Uh, there's a lot of contributing factors to that as well, but like, um, other the other neglectful shit or the hurtful things that happen that you don't pay attention to. So, yeah, that's kind of what how it worked for me. What about you? <laughs> um, I didn't have any direct. I I didn't grow up in a nuclear household, so that was already a dud. Um, my mom was married for a minute and she was engaged for a minute so it was periods where there was another man in the house um but those went to shit so uh. and outside of my house like i mean my aunts and uncles like those and then my grandparents on my dad's side that but i never looked at any of any it was a period where my dad was married too but I never looked at any of those relationships as like examples mm-hmm. or like it was like, okay, this is what some people do and this isn't working. This isn't official. I mean, efficient. This is what some people do. This is what some people do. So I, I never took any direct influence from anybody, but I will mm-hmm. always say that music made me emotionally fast because like, I don't know. This, that's how I learned about like how hurt hurtful it is to be cheated on and, like a lot of my perceptions of love and relationships were shaped by the music I listened to. Oh, okay. And I was listening to like Marvin Gaye and then turn around and listen to 50 Cent. So I had a broad range of, of influences, mm-hmm. but it most like the like R and B it taught me about love and it contributed to some of the, the, the fantasy ideas I have about it. Mm-hmm. But that's how I, learn like and i never understood well sometimes i do sometimes i don't people say that they didn't grow up around any happy uh healthy relationships so they don't know Mm -hmm. how to be in one but it's just like it's common sense if you just like listen and you know understand that okay things hurt people and maybe you shouldn't hurt people like i don't understand what the uh the block is to that Uh, well it stems from a bunch of different things right so like um so think of it like maybe going to a place you've never been to or trying something brand new um it's more or less like when you're saying like just listen you don't really know what you're listening for right you don't you're just like oh I, i can hear them out i mean ideally the i the block that you're building off of is like treat people the way you want to be treated right but if you've never had the language to say or you've never been in an environment to say like well, I'm affectionate and um, why won't you be affectionate with me? Or is there something wrong with me? Like, why won't you be affectionate with me? Um, if you don't even feel safe to bring those kind of questions up, then they mm-hmm. won't come up. So normally what ends up happening is you just end up kind of like suppressing those. Um, and that's kind of normally what happens between both partners is like somebody feel doesn't even feel safe to bring up this line of questioning or the other person or the other opposite, the opposite of that is somebody brings up their question, but their tones off, everything's all wrong. So now the other person feels like they're being attacked. And so they're like, 
yeah, no, fuck that. Um, I actually don't care. Uh, I think that's the other thing too about like when we talked about um being able to explore your sexuality. Like, do you even feel safe enough to tell your partner that you thought about this, or not even on some other shit? Like, even if you just was like, um as I like to equate it to the fake ass hall pass rule. Right. So you can say somebody <laughs> is famous, right? Like, Oh, this, I think whatever. But if a dude went, yeah, I think Michael B. Jordan is an attractive man. It would be some, like some completely other shit. Like if he doesn't feel safe or if he's in that environment to say like that motherfucker is like attractive. Right. Um, yeah. and so I think that's kind of how it is where you're like, Oh, I don't think I've ever been in an environment where I've, I've never seen it work. And I also don't feel comfortable asking or talking about those things so i think i can see how people say that um because i've always grown up in a house with love it's just the root like everybody else's morals that they've created for them are we don't ever mesh right so even like the ideas of talking about open relationships um uh polyamory um everybody else they have to like make these other titles that make them feel okay right so instead of saying like uh, open relationships polyamory all these other things like people do this shit where there's like situationships right like where it's always this thing we've also perpetuated these things where relationships are like gold standards right like now we're starting to just finally get to a place to where people are kind of being like but i don't want to be married Listen. or i don't want to live together or i don't want to have kids or yeah, that, that doesn't last interest one me. that last one <laughs> like i don't want to yeah. have kids that yeah there is power in that statement. I mean, I just have to. No, for sure. And I think those are things, fuck right? Up your but house. Like, yeah, like yeah, I don't want to live with you, or I like you, but I just want you to be at your place, <laughs> like or, um, or yes, I'm in a relationship too, but I like you too, so we got to figure this shit out because I do want to be with you. <laughs> like, we got to figure this shit. Out. We got to figure this shit out. So what you gonna do with your nigga? Are you okay with me? I don't. I'm absolutely fine being a side nigga. Like, <laughs> do you like? I want the bare minimum. I want the basic package, which is like we hang out, go to movies, and you let me smash sometimes. Like, go do all that tripping and taking cruises with that nigga, but I don't want to. I don't want to do any of that. No, no I don't want to meet your mom. Fuck that bitch. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, all of that. So, like, that's, yeah, all of those conversations now. But everybody's trying to flip it on some shit. Like, this isn't the way God intended it to be. And my morals and my father raised me better than that. Hey, that nigga was cheating, too. Shut up. How you think they got together for 60, for 60 years? <laughs> you know how you keep a long relationship? Cheat. <laughs> I be wanting to ask people, like, so... Y'all been married. Y'all been married for a long time. Anybody ever cheat? I be wanting to ask so bad. Listen, like, let me tell you how a fight broke out because somebody decided to do that. And it was funny, <laughs> and it was funny, and it was the realest shit I ever seen. It was it was all together uh, for this dude. I forgot it was like his work party or some shit. He was retiring, and he said like uh, they had been drinking later on, and he was like, "I've been with my wife thirty five years." And another drunk dude said, "And how many of those years have you been faithful?" And the whole mood switched. And I was like, that is a really good question. Also, I know you got to cheat. Not cheat. Even, and, then, and when I say when I say cheat, I'm thinking like you have fucked somebody else who is not your partner. That other shit that where everybody keeps trying to move the goalposts where it's like, even talking to another bitch, letting her bring you lunch. And this shit, no, 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 no. no. Like y'all can qualify the shit at whatever you deem as. But like, I know for a fact that people as a, like, as a species, like we crave attention and affection from other people from multiple people and i know some people won't agree with that and that's just based off a set of morals that they're kind of like 
based on, you know, the they set. But I've seen it more times than not. <laughs> so so uh, my numbers versus whatever you believe in, whatever they've told you at church and you decided to roll it. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that's just kind of, you know, whatever. But yet it's kind of like a real thing. And it's nothing wrong with that. I don't know where all these stigmas and shit came from. Like that is some puritanical shit on its own, but it, it is what it is. But yes, like you said, you be somebody who's like, we've been together 45 years. I would just ask the woman, how many times you almost, I mean, how many times you almost decided it's it's a wrap on this shit? Yeah, how many times did you and how many times did you? Like And how many years was this shit really based off convenience and not love? Yeah, this explain it to me. Um the thing is I'm not opposed to marriage anymore. Um my first boyfriend, he um he told us oh he told us, he told me at the like beginning, well, I say middle ish of our relationship. He was like cheating is inevitable and one day one of us are gonna cheat. I'm like and he, I felt like he was low key saying it was going to be me, mm. asshole. But that always like it, it still rubs me the wrong way because I feel like that's going into it with, uh, uh, I feel like that's breeding grounds for a self fulfilled prophecy. Oh, uh, okay. I feel like saying one of us are going to cheat eventually opens the door for you to potentially cheat and have a a a way out. Cause like what I said before, mm. I don't know. No, I mean, I think I've always got into a space where um, I've been kind of like called out for being like one foot in, one foot out of most relationships. And and when I say relationships, that is that means non-romantic, romantic friendships, all types of shit. Like um, mainly because, yeah, I kind of subscribe to some of that as well. Like one of us is going to do something and we're not at the place. And this is before like therapy and all the other shit, too. But like, uh we're not at a place to where we could challenge each other and make it mm. through it. And so now that I've worked on, you know, like communication and being able to course correct in friendships and most relationships um, and being more solution based, because normally my solution is, all right, cool. Well, we done that. It was fun while it lasted. Enjoy yourself. Right. I'm going to go about my business. <laughs> like, um, and I don't have to work it out. Normally they'll take a couple of days and then try to talk about it. And I'm always like, I'll leave the door open for you too. But that's just like, um that's just kind of who i am and i've always found that it's better that way um i do give space for people to grow and kind of like um come back or even have that conversation of things not necessarily like i don't really give a shit about closure and none of that other shit but like just to have the conversation and continue going because ideally in most of my interactions with people we have always had more good times than bad so once the one like uh earth shattering thing kind of happens it needs to be some kind of long and drawn out conversation, um, mm. but end with some type of solution. So even whether it's we're not going to speak anymore or whatever that is, um, that ends up working out better. But normally, like like he said, like there is going to be something that's going to happen that will either change both of us or change the way that we feel about um, one another. And yeah, I'm going to be OK with that. And I think that was the, like, the way of not being able to fully communicate it. Like, okay, cool. Like, well, something's going to happen. We're going to feel some type of way about it. We're going to be on opposite ends. And right. if we ain't going to be able to meet in the middle, then that's fine. Yeah. I don't like leaving stuff open either. Like, dot all the I's, cross all the T's. I, if I don't have to see you again, I don't want to. No, that's real. I <laughs> that. No, I absolutely uh, respect people who do that. But, yeah, let's let's not leave anything 
hanging or you know, tie it all up and call it a day. Cause then it's like, I got other shit to do. I don't have time to keep coming back to the same thing over and over again. Mm. Um, and it's just a waste of time to not clear it all up. Then I'm an adult. You're an adult. We're grown. Shit happens. What are we going to do from here? Mm. Yeah. No, but no, so, I respect that. <laughs> so do you feel like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be a yes, but do you feel like had you had like direct influences around you, like guiding you through sexual and romantic relationships, do you feel like um you would be in a better place now that you would have got to a good place sooner? Or would you still have been hard-headed and had to learn on your own? Um, I think it'd probably be a mixture of both, right? So, like, I think the thing, um, I think if I had somebody guiding me, I think I probably would have made better decisions. I think it's also different for us as dudes, right? Um, because there is a lot of, like, <laughs> the women are always going to win, right? It's the women mm-hmm. fuck who they want and dudes fuck who they can. So, <laughs> so it was a lot of that like it was a lot of shit where you just being like i would love to do this thing like you get this false bravado of like you think you're okay at sex at like 15 and you're like i think i could do it i think i could (laughs) take her where she needs to go and um, she pay you the fucking mind and kind of like that rolls off into like um into whatever your college years and then you being growing up and then also like peer pressure and shit too so you end up fucking people who you probably shouldn't be fucking with and um misleading people that you feel like you shouldn't be misleading but you want to meet your i've had sex in high school quota or i've had sex because everybody else had sex whenever that is um and i used to watch people panic about that shit like (laughs) i'm 16 i've had sex yet i'm like oh shit yeah like yeah, so I wish I would have been guided a little bit more, but um, yeah, I think I still would have been hard headed too. Like, nah, she's showing some interest, and I'm a, I'm gonna take that. Mm-mm. So, yeah, what about you? I feel like because I wasn't really hard headed. There were some things I had to learn how to navigate on my own, but I I feel like I've been really, you know, oh, I can feel heat coming from this oven, so I shouldn't touch it. And that's how I was growing up. So it wouldn't have taken much to to get me on the right path had I had somebody like to like coach me through shit and actually talk to me about stuff um and, and help guide me through my emotions and feelings, um, be they romantic or sexual. Uh I like I said earlier though, I do feel like it needed to be another gay person or queer person, like I don't feel like my family, anybody in my family had the tools to help nurture a a, a gay boy mm. and help um, him learn how to navigate, you know, life and understand himself or something like that. <clears throat> because there was a, a whole nother set of learning and kind of unlearning that I had to do when I did come out. It was just like, okay, I grew up around all these heteronormative you know influences and now that i'm not in a a heterosexual relationship i have to kind of let go of these notions that i'm holding on to because they're not going to fit with another nigga and Mm. they they don't well not not for me at least um so it was like a lot i had to relearn so i i wish i did have that growing up i definitely wish that i had somebody to help teach me about the gay sexual things um because that's a a, a completely 
separate talk than just the birds and the bees. Yeah. Um, like birds and the bees, bees at all. Like it's a lot of things. Yeah. Diet. Uh, diet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Doing various things. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. So it just would have been dope having all that. Um, and I do feel like I would have made fewer mistakes. I don't feel like I would have been hard headed because we're talking about feeling. And I've always been very kind of like empathetic. Like I've always had like a, a sensitive heart when it came to other people. So it's like, I don't want to hurt or upset people. Um, so with that, I felt like I would have been straight. I would have been good. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So when do you think is the right time to talk to kids about sex? I, it, it always baffles me when people think that kids are, as rigid and stuff as they are like a lot of stuff we project onto kids and kids are like they don't care mm. about it. like where the babies come from oh my gosh it's it's this whole thing where it's like now i have to explain sex no just the baby comes from inside the mama body and call it a day like that's all that they need yeah I and think, then they say how does it get there then you explain how it gets there. yeah like, like they're trying to explain the step one <laughs> through five system like and then this happens. Yeah, it's not baking instructions. Just give them the synopsis. Um, Answer their question. Yeah, but I think, <laughs> but like you said, but right, like so, people think they need to tell them the whole story, right? Like the man and woman love each other. Like all the other shit is like fluff. They love each yeah. other. They lay down. They have intercourse. Like no, 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 no. Don't. Yeah, you trying. Like I said, like you're trying to give them baking instructions. Like do eggs, <laughs> oil. Do, like no. Like where does this cake come from? Uh, I made it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, um, yeah, is the the shit would be like it it falls into this like category of one control, right? Like you wanna control your kids and keep them in innocence and kinda keep them ignorant in yeah. a way. Um and also falls into this like you don't know where this conversation is gonna come from. And maybe because like most of us haven't had the talk, now this responsibility falls on you, so then you can create another generation of kind of like ignorant people in this realm <laughs> um keep this ignorance ball rolling like you can't kind of like uh and so yeah you don't really know where to start and it's attack it's attacking morality and now that we have more language right so like you don't know yeah like what kind of conversations um that you need to have uh so yeah i think when they ask you can you can like you said keep it yeah the child grows inside um your mother's belly or woman's belly and um blah blah and it moves on from there and then the baby comes out oh, okay cool the, everything else you're trying to get into like the super technical terms like then a man's penis gets erect ejaculate <laughs> comes out this happens and in, received into the woman's blah, 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 then in the cervix fallopian tubes you just start saying words now that don't even mean shit you just saying stuff and you like yo the this- epididymis yeah you in here like and then this what happens did sometimes a man will push back her labia majora exposing her like this all types of wild shit you're like oh fam yo we didn't need all of that just give us the just, just give us the I, two minute yeah give us the baby elevator speech. location yeah you just could have said there and i would have been fine i, I didn't yeah. need the whole yeah i didn't say how they, sure. are they made i just where, where do they come from? now i'm traumatized yeah, now it's all this other shit. And that's the other thing. Like, you try to shock the kids into not asking anymore. Like, whoo, we dodged that bullet. Like, we used a bunch of words. Like, just so they can that. go ask their dumbass friends. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to ask their friends, and then their friends are going to give them 
access to porno and that's the thing that i think is so different now like talking to people who are raising kids that are, are of that age to like they're, they're going through puberty and all that other shit where it's like yo at least with us like we had to go to like a store get the book like having access to porn over people's house when he had dial up like niggas knew when you was on the computer late at night like shit like all this wild yeah. noises and shit and he'd be yeah. like what you doing in there uh t- getting on napster <laughs> like <laughs> yeah no nah, get off the computer at two in the morning like <laughs> get out of here now oh, all this that's when you couldn't yeah. watch no videos it took him forever yeah. to load you just you had to, to fucking get yeah, download images. shit now like every kid now every like eight year old i know has like a fucking iphone 11 and I don't know how you keep that shit away from them. There's so many like loopholes it they can is. get through to have access to stuff. Like it was this website called AfraidToAsk.com. Okay, I used to stay on that, um, and it was like a bunch of like sex questions <clears throat> and like message boards and stuff like that. Uh, so that's where like uh, the bulk of my realistic education on sexual uh, transmitted diseases and infections came from. And I stayed in the message boards looking through all the Am I Gay forum questions. Yep. Sure did. Yeah. It was a good I, resource. It really was. Yeah, I never um I never really got in any sexy or sex question forums. I've been in some wild chat rooms, but it's that's kinda I think I'm adopting my chat room etiquette to the same way I do like uh like Twitter now. Sometimes I'll just sit there and watch. I'm just like <laughs> Okay, y'all was just doing some wild shit today. Oh no, that it was a, it was a, it was like for teens. Oh, okay. It was one of them kind of websites, like for for kids and teens to like Planned Parenthood, but on the internet. You know what's crazy? Speaking of that, I remember we used to be in uh, Yahoo Messenger heavy. Yes. <laughs> and I remember a dude I went to high school with, like being mad about not sleeping with somebody. Or not having sex yet And like I feel like a lot of us In the group Did And He was just like Am I gay Because I haven't had sex with Uh yet And I remember Uh my response was Uh Well we don't know You haven't had sex with anybody So we can't tell Uh <laughs> The math not, not adding up So you don't gotta worry about it And he was very upset We weren't friends for a little bit Uh So <laughs> It's like Well we won't know if you are gay Because you haven't even been Uh Dudes don't talk to you and girls don't talk to you. So we don't know who likes you for real. Uh, so don't worry about it. You're fine. And he didn't he didn't like that. Then it wasn't received well. <laughs> so um Yeah. That was funny. I was I always think about that a lot when people be like, I don't know if I was gay. And I'm like, I think ever since I said I think about that day, like, yeah, that was funny. Probably shouldn't have done that. That was rude. <laughs> it was rude. But that's the way oh, that's the other thing too, speaking of that. That's the way my honesty works. And that's why I had to learn to lie. <laughs> so like, uh, my honesty doesn't really go with like a like a filter. It doesn't go with like a thing. So being nice to me is fake, which is why lying <laughs> like is so convenient. Um, but yeah, it's just like, oh no, we don't know. Am I gay because I haven't had sex? We haven't had sex with anybody. So it doesn't we won't know. We we don't know. The numbers don't make sense. Um and so yeah, so that was a thing, but that's that's real. It is, it's fluff. Um, Why lie? But, Why not just be quiet? Oh, yo! Sometimes they don't be coming up as the proper option. Like you know how <laughs> 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 sometimes, sometimes they be looking right at me, and I'm like, I don't, 
I can't play it off. Like I wish you know I wish I had superpowers to go invisible. <laughs> I I can't do it. So then they looking at me like, give me an answer. And I'm like, it, cause don't nobody like it. Don't matter what gender it is. <laughs> so, yeah, don't yeah. No. Um yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. But do you feel like do you feel like there was pressure for you to have sex in your life? Like, um, yeah, oh, like I got I gotta do it because everybody's telling me this is the mm. shit or like this is the thing. No, well, not excellent. I felt like I had to to prove a point that I wasn't a homosexual, although I was. Mm. So it was that kind of pressure, but not external. Like I, I always wanted to have like that, like pussy jar moment from the wood with my friends, where it's like we start the jar and whoever, uh, you know, lose their virginity first, get all the money in it. It ain't happen like that. <laughs> um, so I didn't have like peer pressure. Um, so nah, did you feel like you had pressure too? Um, not necessarily pressure. I think, um, (laughs) I think there was, as I like to call it, like analytics that that people were running the analytics on me. Um, I also grew up or went to a place where like hickeys were a thing. Remember, like motherfuckers was doing hickeys a lot. Do you? Did hey, y'all go that phase? I, 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 I don't understand why y'all hate hickeys so much. I don't. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. We're gonna come back to this. Hold on. I'm gonna come back to this. Okay. <laughs> so everybody was in this fucking hickey phase, and I was like, yo, I've um. I don't know why y'all be kissing on each other's body like that. Like, what y'all be doing? So everybody was like, nah, this is the shit. Like, hickeys, this, hickeys, that. We can't see all these white girls with hickeys and uh, light-skinned black dudes with hickeys and shit. And um, (laughs) I was fairly new. I had just transferred school. So I was, like, the the kid from from Philly. I was kind of tall, the kind of this thing. I didn't dress like everybody else. So I think there was, like, this mixture of, like, intrigue, and whatever but i was also super naive like i didn't want to live where we were living um but then once i started hanging out with people like that's kind of all they talked about it was like these girls they had sex with and there was a lot of people who had sex with the same girls which is weird now watching people on the internet being like she smashed the homie and i'm like yeah that's how most of y'all started having sex <laughs> when did y'all when did y'all change the rules like um but yeah that's really the weirdest thing so yeah it was kind of like new i was like a new face and kind of like open opportunity but i don't think i felt pressure um i felt pressure to perform when it was on the table not necessarily Mm. do it and tell nobody i had never really been on that like let's have sex and tell everybody kind of person yeah so i never really been in like yo i gotta tell them and like i said i was new so it wasn't really like i could really feel comfortable sharing that kind of shit with i it's still kind of weird like I still feel awkward when I see or hear dudes do it. Like that's, that's weird. You want her to do that stuff to you again? Why are you telling us? Or niggas <laughs> be confused, or or then be confused. I can't believe you pushed up on my girl. But remember all those great stories you told us. <laughs> remember all those stories. I had to see what it was about. I mean, we do the same. It's like Yelp, right? You came in the barbershop and you was giving a Yelp, Yelp review on the booty. Yeah, he was. Like, and, she did this. <laughs> and then there was Parmesan. Like he was like, oh shit, that's great. Uh, uh yeah it's so great yeah there's all kinds of things uh, uh so yes uh, pussy, the, uh, i mean it's got all oh, pussy got a little bit of tang to it it's fine uh <laughs> got a little bit of kick no, to it no it's not fine <laughs> it's not it's fine funny. at all 
Tastes like Frank's Red Hot. Um, no, that's a <laughs> so you. I want you to defend hickeys. I want to hear this more. Get into this. Let's get into this defending hickeys. Oh no, it's not a defense. It's just like I don't understand. I mean, shit oh, we hate them sometimes. <laughs> so my def- my understanding of hickeys is that people who have given them have always done this shit where it's like I'm marking my territory and I'm like oh feel, nah not that no feels weird shit just like yeah. sometimes you just get comfortable on the neck and it's like up oh, my bad okay I mean shit happens I'm not saying like do it intentionally and walk around with them on your neck all the time but if you just so happen to get one especially if you're like in a relationship yeah you got a man or a woman to fuck <laughs> like yeah they know where it came from, especially if you have like a child. Mm. I feel like after you have a child, hickeys are like trivial. Yeah. So, I mean, they know we fucking. So, I mean, that doesn't. <laughs> I would love for that. <laughs> I would love for that rule to partake to when people are single parents. Because <laughs> I, they know I, I was like, fucking. So. I feel like there's always some time of some do over shit. Like, well, just because I'm a single mother of one doesn't mean I'm going to give it up easy. I want you to go through the full relationship. And I'm not saying that y'all single mothers and single parents don't deserve uh, the full relationship experience. I also know that your time is limited. So stop trying to put this <laughs> pussy on like some like bargaining program. Like, listen, you know, they go to sleep at eight and they wake <laughs> back up at like 11. Like, just hurry up and give it to me and stop trying to go through this like, take me out and treat me like somebody. Like, drop off at your grandma's house if you want this full experience. But if they in the next room, just put your butt out the window. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, come on. Like, no. <laughs> just, yeah, stop stop being who you are. You're fighting put against your, your own nature. The window. <laughs> yeah, just come on. Something is wrong with you, sir. Well, that's true. That's not, I'm not disputing that. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, stop trying to fight against who you are. Just, yeah, you know the parts of your relationship life that you're missing. We can do the date shit whenever. But the other shit that you want, like, come on, cut it out. So is there anything you want to see it a week from this conversation? I would love to see more environments where men can have conversations about their sexuality, things that they're interested in, things they're into trying. Um, more conversations about uh yeah shit that they really want to try i think dudes uh we don't have to wait for them to be in a song to then agree with it like remember how nobody we was all against ass eating and then janae aiko made it okay for everybody like i wish we could I'm all sorry. agree that it was Y'all dope before don't give then. three six mafia enough credit for opening the doors for niggas to get their ass eat that is yeah. fair you know what we don't we don't and that is fair because they do i remember them hearing that but I they said lick lived- on my butt in the <laughs> I do remember living up north when I heard that, and I was like, that might just be a Memphis thing. <laughs> so, it's like, you know, they do things different in Memphis. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, no, that's fair. But I think they might have said it, but I felt like it was more culture. Like, we all, as a, an agreement of a song on the radio, we all went, yeah, no, that's fair. Because I remember, like, the weekend we heard uh, supposed to be, and then that Monday we was all like, eating booty is, is open. <laughs> so uh, that's the thing. Um and um uh, things I want to weed um stereotypes putting people in boxes like let people explore oh, who they are yeah like things like that rules like that so yeah what about you uh I want to plant more seeds of of you know s- having 
efficient and effective conversations with these badass children so that they understand the ins and outs of sex and relationships. Um, because the future looks bleak. It does. It it truly does. Uh, and, uh, I'm gonna take one of yours. Plant more seeds of, you know, spaces where men can openly talk about their uh sexual experiences and interests and things like that uh a space that's not specific to one sexual orientation but where everybody can just come and talk shit and be on the same page with each other and you know not be on some i'm not with that gay shit yeah uh because clearly we are so you don't have to be uh and stop making up fake ass rules about shit that if you have sex with women, stop trying to circumvent the system with asking dumb questions. And if a woman's got a really short haircut, that's like having sex with a dude. Is no, this not. Oh my god, that's not. Can we? That's actually. Have you seen titties before? Do you know how titties work? Uh, can <laughs> how we about like get rid of that? Like twenty twenty <laughs> yeah, and beyond. Can we just get rid of is that gay and just is. It's having sex it's with somebody with the emasculation of black men shit too. I'm tired of it all. Shut the fuck up, everybody. Yeah, that shit. I mean, I, I watched that thing happen, and I was like, "Y'all are weird." I want you, you know to know y'all are weird. Yeah, because okay. some of y'all have sex with women with long hair, and they have some of them got chin hair. I mean, that's the thing. That's a okay. You know what? That's fair. I'm so gonna, where can gonna, they gonna, find gonna, you at on the social media, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on, guys. I'm everywhere. I'm out here causing trouble. Um, <laughs> I'm at Just Say Words Pod, uh, and that's where I'm being a better person at. I'm trying. I took the day off, though, for sure. Uh, <laughs> so they can find me there. Yep. What about you? <laughs> they can find me on the Twitter and Instagram at Baby Huey. That's B-A-E-B-Y-H-U-E-Y. Hit us up and let us know how you learned about sex and shit. Yeah. Who taught you? Was it a, yeah. in the house, in the schoolhouse, the church house? What house did you learn about? Oh, shit, schoolhouse rock. Yeah, do they have a sex episode? <laughs> they like, should have had sex ed episodes. They should do that. They should bring that back and just. Yeah, because I, I don't even care about the bill on Capitol Hill shit. We just neither all know do that. I figure eight my ass. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck funny. it. But no, it's time to close the show up. Indeed. I'm hungry now. All right, listen. All right, remember everybody, seasons change, mad things rearrange. But if it ain't growing, it's dead. We out. Peace.